think that we are going to rejoice with the relationships that we've invested in here on earth for eternity. So this is people you've shared the gospel with. And please, Lord, may we start seeing people be saved. May they receive the restoration of Jesus Christ in the gospel, the forgiveness of sins. And may you then for eternity enjoy. Just remember, remember what life was before and after? Oh, Jesus is so good, wasn't he? I believe it's not only the people we share the gospel with, though. I think it's because Paul's talking about, again, the way he opened his life. It's the people that we walk in discipleship with. It's those friends that we really open our lives to. It's those, those families that, that, that embrace people and welcome them into our home. It's, it's those who foster and adopt and see these little children hopefully start following Christ by their investment in them. Those are the things that we're going to... That's our hope, our joy, the crown in which we will glory in Christ Jesus. So I just want to say there's, a, there's an eternal reward to our investment in people here on earth. The second thing is this. So it's not just eternity, but it's the present as well. If you look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 8 and 9. So what we, what I skipped over 1 through 7, and that's when he sent Timothy to find out about their faith. He comes back and it's a good report, right? And this is what he says in 8 and 9. For now we really live since you, Thessalonians, are standing firm in the Lord. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy that we have in the presence of our God because of you? Now I really live because you're standing firm. I have joy in the presence of the Lord right here, right now, because you are standing firm in the Lord. When I read that, you got to recognize Paul is, I don't know how many miles away, hundreds of miles away. He's in another city from the Thessalonians. He's not in the present with them, but he just hears about their faith. And because of that, he says, now I really live. I have abundant life here because you guys are standing firm. I have joy in the presence of the Lord because you guys are standing firm. That to me gets me so excited is that, that your relationship, the, the, I've invested in a lot of your lives. And, and you guys walking faithfully with the Lord actually brings me full life and actually brings me joy in the presence. Think of the people that you've invested your life in. Think of the people, even in the past. Think of the people that you haven't seen in maybe 10 years, but you had a significant part in their journey. You can have full life right now, and you can have joy in the presence of the Lord because and if they are walking strongly and firmly with the Lord. I have the distinct privilege. We just hit 50 students in the discipleship school. This is my wife and I's fourth year in this school. So I have 50 really close relationships with a lot of you. Many of you have gone through our schools. And it is an amazing opportunity for us to invest in people. And some of my greatest joys when I see people like Christian and Kelly up here leading worship and, and continuing to go for it in the Lord. When I think of just the, the different men that have been part of uh, this discipleship school that I've invested in, I see that every single man who has walked through those schools with me is walking firmly with the Lord and making choices for Christ right now. It's an amazing thing. It brings me joy. It even gives me a little emotion. I love you guys. I really do. I do. Um, you know, there, there's, there was a risk, though. There, there's a risk in that. There's... One student that hasn't made the right choices, I would say, and that's been hard. 
I, never, I interacted with them just the other day, and they were like, why are, you st- why are you so interested in my life now? It's been years. And I said, this is my own heart. I was like, no, I've, I invested in you, and, and I will always have an investment in your life. So I didn't know this was going to come. And I just was saying, no, no, no. I will always be a father in a lot of ways to you. And I, and I look forward to the day when you, I hope you make a choice to return to him. But in the, in the meantime, it really does hurt. And that's the risks of relationship, right? That's the risk of going deep. And I've experienced that. And I'm sure many of you guys have too. But praise the Lord, there's been many more rewards and many more people that I felt like have been walking with the Lord because of my investment. I've been a part of that. There's present and there's eternal rewards to our investment, guys. I think we have to, when times when we feel like it's not worth it, or, man, I I, I don't want to go there again. It's time for us to get vision again for the eternal and the present rewards that we can have by choosing to invest deeply. So what do we do? How do we actually do this? This is where we get to the end of this passage. This is called an apostolic prayer. It just means that in Paul's epistles, it's kind of when he pauses and he just writes out one of his prayers. And so if you ever need to know how to pray for someone, you just look at one of these apostolic prayers from his books. And it it is is some powerful stuff. But this one, to me, resonated with our desire to see us invest deeply. And this is what he says. This is verse 11 through 13. He says, Now may our God and Father Himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else just as ours does for you. And may He strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all His holy ones. And I just love this because first, verse 11, may our God and Father make a way. And I just feel like if you're in that space of like, I just don't have the space. I don't have the, I'm tapped. Or I don't want to make those investments. You just ask the Lord, Lord, make a way for friendships. Make a way for investments. I'm at my end. I don't know what I'm doing. I've tried. I've been rejected. Whatever it is. Whatever situation you're in. You just ask, God, make a way for me to have relationship. Make a way that I might see you again, as Paul says. But that I might have people that I might invest my life in. And then, once he gives you those opportunities, then you're going to need your help, right? And verse 12 says this. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other. And for everyone else, just as ours does for you. And you just ask the Lord, give me a deep love for people that would overflow onto them. That I would get out of this self-centered perspective and I would just say, hey, I'm living for you and I'm all about you and I want friendship with you and I want, I want to know you intimately. I want you to know me and I want, I want us to relate. I want to open my life. I want to open my, ha- my home to you. Ask the Lord for that. And then finally... This is what you pray over those people that you've invested in. You pray that they might be strengthened. They might be blameless. They might be holy in the presence of God. You, you pray for their strengthening because you know that, that their walking firmly and strongly is a blessing not only to them but to you. It's the rewards that we get for investing deeply. So use that apostolic prayer. 
And this is where I get to the major practicals. And actually, the band, you guys can come on up because we want to respond. I'm going to encourage us to think about the different relationships that we're in and ways that we can. Where is God allowing us or encouraging us right now to invest in other people? But very practically, I'm going to give you, this is just what I was listing off the top of my head. These are ways that you can actually think about this. Hey, many of you guys have roommates. I'm looking at you BC students. I'm looking at us young adults who live with other people. And your roommates, capitalize on the year that you sign a lease with a certain person or a certain group of people and say, we're going to go deep. I might not have, we, you, hopefully you chose to live with them, but you might not have. But it's worth it to say, hey, if we're going to be living in the same building together, same apartment together, let's go deep with one another. What does that look like? Get to know their story. Share your story. Be vulnerable. Be real. Do, do family nights, whatever you want to call them. Go deep with them. How about if you're married or if you have kids? You know, I think especially with my little girls, I say, I want to be a dad that's emotionally present. And so you just ask yourself, especially you fathers, how can I really invest in my children when I'm there? And, and, and mothers and fathers, of course, it's for both of us. We say, kids, I, how do we invest deeply in our children? How do you invest deeply in your marriages? And ask yourself that question. Friends, if you feel like you're one of those young adults that's that's isolated or, or, or feels like you don't have those friends, just start praying them in and start praying, hey, I believe I was made for friendship. Other people were made for friendship. Make connections, God. Make it happen. It is so worth it. One of the things we talk about in, in, in the discipleship school is, is opening your heart to someone and saying, hey, you can look in my heart. You can look at what's going on in my life. I'm not afraid if you go there. And it's worth it. And then, and then they reciprocate by saying, thank you for being vulnerable. I want to I be part of this friendship that actually brings healing to maybe places that are hurting. That's, what's, that's what vulnerability is. It's worth it to do that with people. It's an easy one. Join a life group. Join a discipleship group. Just like I did my first week at the harbor. I just said, hey, I'm going to go to this one. And guess what? They were not the people I would choose to be friends with. But I became great friends with those guys. I have such joy when I see him now and when I saw him last week. Think of the lost. Think of those who don't know Jesus Christ. Your neighbors. One of the things that my, my house has decided to do, I, I live in a duplex with my brother and his family, and we've decided on Monday nights, we said, hey, we're just going to try to invite our neighbors all the time. We're just going to open our, our home up Monday nights to have people to come in. And the goal is that no matter what, they would be encouraged when they walk out. That's the simple Thing. If you walk in my house on Monday night, if you, want, if you guys want to come, you're going to walk out encouraged. That's the rule. We're trying to make space in our lives to invest in people. So Those are some practical ways. So right now we're going to respond and just do this. We're going to have a prayer team that comes up. And if, I, if any of the, the, the things that I mentioned, if you feel any of that, that hey, I'm in, I'm in just self-preserve mode. Or if you feel like I'm totally tapped or if you feel just this like major fear of rejection and, and extending yourself in relationships, or even for me, I had just a hesitancy even to share the gospel because I just I was I was sick of getting rejected. That's rejection. So what that does is it makes you a fear of rejection, so you don't do it. Is that you? Come and just get prayer, and and I just encourage you, prayer team, pray that apostolic prayer over them. Let that be the start of things. And then secondly. I want you to ask yourself, every single one of you, do not leave this room without asking yourself, Lord, who are one, two, three,
three people that you want me to invest in deeply. Maybe it's someone, one of your neighbors that comes to mind. Maybe it's someone in this room that comes to mind. Maybe it's someone in your life group. Maybe it's you saying, hey, I just need to join a life group. Whatever it is, allow the Lord to speak. You might even know right now who that person is. And I just encourage you and challenge you. May this be the week that you envision yourself with the eternal and the present rewards of investing deeply and then actually go and, and go for it with them. We pray for us and then let's respond. Prayer team, you guys can be up here during response. Father, thank you for this, the words of Paul. Thank you for the life of Paul. Thank you for Jesus Christ for, for representing to us a man who, who was willing to open his life to other people. And so Lord, I just pray that we would be a community a church, a body of believers that, that really is defined by openness to others. So speak to us, Lord, now, any way that we, we can apply this to our lives. In Jesus' name.